Welcome to WPC Smash, your stop for wrestling and pop culture smashed together. I am Ian Wilson, this is Mike Moran, and we are going to immerse you into our world of pro wrestling, video games, and all the stuff that we think is just too sweet! Alright, welcome to WPC Smash, episode 13. Mike Moran, Unlucky 13. Yeah, you got that one. Is that right. what we're going to Friday go the 13th, uh, you know, whatever. It just passed, dude. It did real. just pass. Right on. Ah. Cue sound effects here. Ah. Right on, dude. Yeah, man, how's it going? It's good, man. We haven't done a podcast in quite some time. I believe it's been a month to the date. Yeah. Yep. We've been super busy. Um, I changed jobs. Mike's changed jobs. Like, working different shifts. Yep. If I can be serious for a minute. Without being interrupted. Unfortunately, Pipster's not going to be with us anymore. You can catch him uh, on his uh, Twitch page, Pipster2k1 at Twitch. Yep. And uh, Monday through Friday, I believe, 10 p.m. Yeah, right catch on. Catch him checking out what games he's doing. Uh, lately, he's been doing some Destiny 2 for sure, so... Give Pipster some love. Yep, he's still on Twitter, at Pipster2k1, I believe. You know, give him some love. Uh, Check out his videos. He's still a good brother with us. Yeah, Um, we had good times, man. And check him out and give him some love like you do for us. So um, let's jump right into what we do. And uh, that's mostly talk about wrestling and wrestling pay-per-views. And that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to talk about, you know, review, preview, pay-per-views. And we'll also sprinkle in, you know, all the other stuff that we love. Video games, comics, collectibles, Funkos. Yeah, whatever we want to talk about. That's Um, what we're here for. And we appreciate the patience in between episodes uh, during the little hiatus. But we're back. It may not be a weekly thing that we're going to do. But it's going to be pretty much, if you follow wrestling, preview and review of the pay-per-views and you can expect an episode from us for sure yeah and there's so many you know they're coming out every two weeks so it's so it's so hard to keep up with everything but we're going to do our best to uh give you everything that we can uh when we have time to do it so let's jump right in over the last month we uh we had we got two pay-per-views we had no mercy with raw and um obviously we're sometimes past that so we'll we'll move right along but we want to give you our take on what happened where it went from there, and uh, just get everybody up to date of what we're thinking and what's going on in the wrestling world. Um, <clears throat> so WWE No Mercy kicked off. We had Elias and Apollo Cruz in the uh, kickoff match. I was pretty excited about that. Um, I wasn't a huge Elias fan for a long time, but he's grown on me a mm-hmm. little bit. He's good. He's getting better in the ring. Yep. I think he's clearly getting better. Um, you hear from the announcers that they think he's getting better, and yep. he's really taking that character you know, into his zone. He He's a good heel. He yep. gets heel heat. And uh, I like him. And I was really uh, not surprised that he got the win. Apollo Crews is uh, not hot these days. Yeah. As far as the wing column goes. But Elias won. I think the right man won because he's on his up, way up right now. For sure. And I like the way Elias, he definitely even holds his own during his little segment, which is a unique segment. You know, the little guitar spots. And they give it to him every week. He gets all the time to do it. You know, some and people he doesn't don't even... crack. Some people That's don't even get like. entrances. Right, you know? exactly. And uh, this guy gets time to play guitar and make fun of the crowd. Yeah. And he does a good job with it. Um, sure. I like when he rips off music. Like, clear. I wrote this song. <laughs> yeah. and, and he just plays something that everybody knows, like, yeah. on guitar. And, like, see, if you play music, you'll catch up on that stuff. But it's, like, a little jab at, you know, music fans and For stuff sure. like that. And you, sometimes the crowd will really pick it up. And it makes it more exciting. Um, 
right out the show, we got the Miz uh, versus Jason Jordan. Obviously, the right man won there. The yeah. Miz. Uh, Jason Jordan got booed. You know, he's he kind of getting the Roman Reigns treatment where, you know, people maybe feel like he's getting shoved down their throats. What he do you definitely think? is. And they're using the whole Kurt Angle thing as the catalyst to push him down the throat. Yeah. But that's what's awesome about The Miz. He's using that. Like, oh, he yeah. knows and he's speaking for the fans like us. Like, you only got this match because of your daddy. Yeah. And The Miz is getting cheers, especially, and I don't know, kind of only when he's wrestling Jason Jordan. People really don't like him. He's yeah. good in the ring. He's athletic. Um, good suplexes. He doesn't have yeah, that rollover uh, Northern Lights that he does. Yeah, that that's smooth. I think he needed to stay in a tag team. He needs somebody to help him work on his mic work, you know, or give yeah. him. I know, like a manager, you know, Kurt Angle is kind of like being that guy for him, but but like a constant. On he the has side to go back ring. and forth with Kurt Angle, and he can't even do that. You right. know what I mean? So it's like a little tough, you know. And he'll pick it up eventually. I think it's going to be some character. He'll probably be a heel. Yeah. You know. Well, the thing is, too, like putting him with Kurt Angle, like he's already set to this standard. So, it, and he, he's currently not delivering. I think everybody wanted Chad Gable to be Kurt Angle's son. I did. I think it would have been me, too. I think I it would have been totally different if Chad Gable was uh, Kurt Angle's son. Yep. Um, because I think Gable has a little bit more. He does have the mic skills. Not not the it mic skills, but he has better mic skills than, yeah. than Jason Jordan. Yeah. But I think it's good for. With way less opportunity. I think it's good for what's going on. He's working with The Miz for a reason, in my opinion, because yeah. The Miz is helping him. Yeah. The, he's like, probably asking The Miz advice and stuff like that, and he's a smart man if he is because uh, the guy's been around a long time and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Do you uh, like that match? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't do much for me. It I wasn't think that the exciting. Miz shouldn't be like bringing along the upstarts that nobody likes right now. I think he could be doing big things. He definitely know. could. Yeah, against big big names like mm-hmm. why isn't he a heel against, you know, Roman Reigns right now or whatever, you know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. anything could happen, but um it just kind of felt like feels like they're wasting the Miz and like using him for their betterment of other talent. And right. It's just I don't know if that works for me right now. I I, I think I the hope- icing on top is they they're letting him have the Intercontinental belt. I think yeah. that's what it is like You'll break records, Miz. Like he so needs to help us help you. I yeah, guess. <laughs> yeah. Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Um, I like this match. I I thought it was cool. I think they work good together. With like, I think the scared faces are a little much sometimes from both of them. Like, oh my god, I'm so frightened. Like, yeah, <laughs> so it's spooky ghost. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I get you're trying to like sell your emotions with your face, but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it's like a little. What it, I, it's cool though. The what, match was super good. They're good. They're great. And what I liked about this match was at first Bray was being kind of silly, like dancing around. Like swooping his hair around every time he did a move, he kind of like did this little weird like, yeah. and he was he was definitely you know jaw jacking a lot. But as the match went along, Bray got aggressive, yeah, to like a creepy point where he wasn't doing them weird dance moves. He was just like aggressive on top of um, oh, he's Ballard. kicking ass, yeah, throwing clotheslines, you know, heavy heavy clotheslines, yeah. and uh, I that's what stuck out to me. Really. I like when Bray turns that next switch on, you mm-hmm. know, where he takes it to that level 11, yeah. as you might say. Yeah. And um, when he's super aggressive like that, it really reminds me of, like, you know, Japan and, and that kind of wrestling, super stiff. Stiff, and like right. Real. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I really enjoyed that match. I was glad that uh, Finn Balor won. Because he turned it on, too. I don't want to see him lose right now because he's clearly, like, gonna be groomed you know he, mm-hmm. he already had the strap for that you know until he got hurt right but um 
they're not, I don't know. He can't lose right now. Bray Wyatt shouldn't lose, but those, I, you know what I mean? Those two shouldn't be t- fighting too much longer together. I, I think that was hopefully the end. You know, I, and then we find out a little later on that now Sister Abigail's going to get brought into the mix. And, yeah. I mean, that happened on Raw, so if you want to talk about that real quick. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, from what I understand of what I'm watching on Raw is, like, Sister Abigail is almost going to be a side persona of Bray. Kind of like the That's demon. That's what I got out of it. Like the demon is to Finn Balor. Exactly. And it looks super weird and uh, not cool, like yeah. the demon and Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's like, so Sister Abigail is pretty much a dude with face paint. Yeah. With a veil over their face. Like, is Bray Wyatt tucking it between his legs Mrs. when he Doubtfire? comes out? <laughs> when I, he that, comes that's out? I, I saw a meme of that Mrs. Doubtfire. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we'll see. Ah, Maybe the, the production will be different when she comes in the ring. The or... vignette was cool. And, like, what I'm really hoping is, like, what we saw was, like, him doing the promo and her doing the promo. And they mashed those two together. Okay. And, like, some CGI, like, mashup, that's what came out. Yeah. And it just looks way more like Bray because he's got the beard. Yeah. Like that's the stuff you're seeing. But then when it time when time comes to actually They'll, like, expose, spread them apart and it'll be a girl and Bray. You know what I mean? That would like, be cool. And time will it, tell. So that that's definitely... That's, I'm like, man, that, that would be the only way that this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you and, know, if, if they're really swerving everybody like that. But, I mean, obviously we know they're not done. Hopefully we get another good match. I, sure we will. Bray's got to win this one then. You know, they're going to have yeah. to... Bray's got to win the next one. For sure. Um, tag team champions. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins uh, defeat Sheamus and Cesaro to retain the titles. Yeah. This match. match stood out to me. I think it stood out to a lot of people, uh, most notably because Cesaro got his teeth knocked up into his gums. Up about, into his gums. Ugh. About a half an inch. Um, me and my wife uh, thought that his teeth were broken, you know, broken off, that he broke them. Yeah, me too. I thought they were like in the crowd or something. Yeah, on the ground or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, I love the way he looked at the camera and like opened his mouth wide because he knew they were gone and just showed everybody yeah. what had happened. It's a t-shirt now. Like he knew what he was doing. Absolutely. And Give credit to him. He's a tough man. Cause uh, when we only, find out the next day that they went up into his gums. Uh, like, I'm cringing even thinking dude, about that. They were so far up. And I he continued even, the match. Yeah. Continued his hard style yeah and he showed up on raw with a wearing a mouthpiece yeah like he he uh went and got him fixed up and he's wearing a mouth guard right now and honestly after that happened to me he might keep it in shinsuke wears one yeah you know for sure mean? there's a few guys in japan especially some of the stiffer guys that wear one they you know for they sure. don't want to get knocked out Kurt on Angle wore one. yeah you know um it, so, it was a great match yeah and what i liked about this match as well is you're seeing ambrose and rollins like Every time they're in a high-stakes match together, they're pulling out different things as far as the team. They're doing more yep. team, tag-team maneuvers to, to, like, tell you, like, all right, we're, we're the real deal. Like, we've been brothers for years. We came up together with the Shield, everything, all that. Yep. And they, they're a believable team. Absolutely. But they're then, two-thirds of the Shield. You know, sure. they, they can get along together. They, they know the moves sure. and stuff. It's believable, for sure. And... um. The spot that I really did like, I liked and I didn't like, if I, I'll nitpick. Yeah. I liked how, um, I forgot who they did it to. They, they, they powerbomb Rollins onto Ambrose. Yeah. It looked like it hurt. Oh, yeah. And it was original. But I don't think they sold long enough. 
in my opinion. Because if you, yeah. I mean, I didn't set a stopwatch or nothing, but all of a sudden, the finish of the match was like right after that spot. Yeah, he popped right up. It was like um, accidental brogue kick um, to Cesaro, and then uh, we got the power bomb move and yep, and dirty, then dirty deeds for the win. It was like it that. was the uh, I don't know what. Oh, actually. They did come up with the name of it, but I still call it the the Rainmaker V Trigger because that's what okay. <laughs> you know. That's literally what um, Rollins is doing. It's called King's Landing because oh, it's yeah, a little yeah, yeah. shout out to Game of Thrones. He hits him with the King's Landing into the Dirty Deeds one two three. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. I but like that the match, match was they, all I about think they were limited on time. Cesaro, for sure. I, yeah, I think they were limited on time. They only got so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, Women's match came up next, and Alexa Alexa Bliss um, defended against Bailey, Sasha, Nia Jax, and Emma. Yep. And, and uh, I think I thought that this was a change of the guards. When you have a five way, you assume they don't want the champ to look bad when they lose, so somebody else is gonna take the fall somewhere. Right. Um, we all thought that was gonna be Emma. <laughs> yes, I think I think that was probably the original plan for sure. And then when it was so obvious, they're like, uh, "We got to change that up a little bit." I believe I called it. Yeah, I yeah. Almost not not move for move, but like there'd be some sort of uh, little interaction between Bliss and Naya, but Naya pretty much was knocked out of the ring at and. They all took her out. Yeah, and that that was a good move. Yeah, uh, a good spot. Whatever you want to call it, the power. They all power bombed her pretty much right to the ground. Yep. I was like, oof. It like looked watching, good on yeah, the ground it, it too. Buried, it did. Yep. And Naya was looking strong that whole match. That was that was cool. That was definitely a showcase for Naya. She's got champ written all over. Her. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I'm glad that they're taking their time, not throwing it on her too fast. Exactly. Not everybody like relishes in that like Alexa Bliss did. Like Alexa Bliss could have crumbled. You yep. know, and she might have, if I remember correctly, the first couple of weeks, but she just like figured it out and like the mic works there and mm-hmm. that's that. And Naya doesn't even need to be on the mic too much, you know. She's huge. Yep. She should do her talking in the ring. Which yeah, she does, in, in my much. opinion, yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss retains, and uh, yep, typical heel fashion, sneaks in and grabs a pin off of someone else. That's... Yeah, somebody else's finisher, right? <laughs> yep. And uh, I liked it, man. It was a good match. It was Bailey's finisher, I believe. Yeah. She hit the Bailey to belly. Yeah. And then here comes uh, Bliss. Boom, boots her out. One, two, three. Yeah. All, all is well in Alexa Bliss world. Yeah. She retains. Not in Bailey land, though. Even oh. a, few, a few weeks later on Raw, she gets. Uh, Knocked out of the uh, gauntlet by Alicia Fox, right? For the number one contender. Yeah, with that scissor kick. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, like how many people have beaten Alicia Fox? And, like, I think she was the first one out, you know, too. It was like, man, they, I don't know what's up with Bailey, but, like. Not sure. But to Alicia Fox's credit, I mean, on Raw, she's been crying about, she's been there 10 years. She shouldn't even have a t-shirt. Yeah. She has a t-shirt now. Yeah. (laughs) So good for her. Like. When you make a little attention to something, it yeah. becomes a little bit of something. You know, there's memes and stuff online and yeah. whatever. You know, Vince is going to notice that and be like, yep, she'll make some money. Sell her. Yeah. Get her she's t-shirt. obviously been there for 10 years for some reason. Yeah. You know, she's doing something right at some point. Yeah, she's a good worker. She's probably reliable. You know, yeah. she's probably always there on time, keeping mm-hmm. her mouth shut, not causing any trouble. And, uh, you know, good for her. But exactly. Good daily. for her. Ouch. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, they obviously don't know what they're doing with her. Or, you know, she should go to SmackDown or something and just, like, straight up be Bailey buddy. Like, no championship, nothing. Just come out and be a crowd pleaser. Yep. 
And speaking of the women's division, I believe at No Mercy is when they announced that Asuka will be coming to the Raw women's division. Yes, and that'll be the next uh, pay-per-view that we get, the TLC match, right? TLC, yeah. So TLC is going to be actually her debut, and we already know that it's going to be against Emma. Yep. So, because Emma won that gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's cool. I, obviously, yeah, I Asuka. hope Asuka runs, you know, undefeated for a little while until sure she maybe will. she runs into Naya. Yeah, and that's I was when, just going to say that. Naya, you need to keep them apart for months, like for so mm-hmm. long, maybe even until... Keep the subtle tension, like running into each other, or maybe they're putting a match. Bump like, into each other backstage. Yeah. Just like, oh. Give the look. Why you bump into me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Yep. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think that's probably what's coming up. And that's exciting news for the women's division, for sure. I absolutely. I think um, they need more women, so they're going to have to bring people up fast and furious. And watching a little bit of NXT, and I don't watch NXT every week. I kind of binge on it. You know, I'll watch yeah. like three episodes at a time or something like that. Um, but I, the girls down there right now, no offense, are not nearly as good as the last crop of girls that came out of there. So, right. I mean, they're going to need to bring people up, but some of them are going to have to realize, like, you're, you're kind of a jobber, you know, and, yeah. and, and deal with that. You know, Liv Morgan, if she comes up, like, who could – somebody that small doesn't beat anybody on that roster to me. Yeah. You know, no matter what. Like, I don't even – you couldn't even roll me up if I was knocked out like you're so small. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You know, she got to be someone's side piece then. Yeah, as well. Totally, a manager or whatever, yeah. and she could get into a match like that. Um, but in my just... opinion, there are two in NXT as far as women: Ember Moon and Nikki Cross. I think they can hold their own on the main that's, roster. That's true. They, but they I think they're wrestle, I think they're, they're holding it down right now for what is the women's division in NXT, though. I don't think the mic works there for those two. I think those two are probably the most ready in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, what's the other? It's Peyton Royce and. Um, uh, Billy Kay? Yes. I think they're good. They got a good gimmick, a good entrance, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I think Billy Kay is a lot better at it than Peyton Royce. Like, eventually, they're going to have to turn on each other. Yeah. But um, they, there's a few people, but they're just like, they're not Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Bailey, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, main event in NXT takeovers and stuff like that. It's it's just not there. Um, so I think that they're going to have to make do, and, and they really need to keep Asuka looking strong because there's not somebody else who's going to come up and look strong for a while. You know, at least until she runs into Naya, and Naya just doesn't lose from that on out, you know. Um, all right, but anyway, back to No Mercy, John Cena, Roman Reigns. I was excited for this one, man. We had a yeah. lot of build-up for this match. This match will probably someday be a spotlight match of the week because of the build-up and how fun the promos were coming yeah. up into it, you know. The match was, um, it was okay. It was weird. Um, weird, for sure. Yeah, there was... Um, a, a lot of weird selling by John Cena, and it, in my opinion, and I just felt like it was John Cena kind of messing around a little bit and like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. And I don't think he wanted to pass the torch to Roman Reigns, which was the whole buildup. You yeah. know, John Cena basically cut him down week after week about how John Cena is only a part-timer because Roman Reigns can't handle his business. You know, and that was where I'm sure we talked about it the first week or two that it happened yeah. but it happened four weeks in a row and roman got better at the end with his rebuttal uh but john cena definitely won the promo battle per usual yeah you know that's what he does well roman started to get comfortable where he got he, much better he made it seem natural like 
he meant what he was saying. Each week it got better. Forced. His favorite, my favorite, um, was his uh, Alex Riley dig. Oh yeah, you know that Ooh. was good. That like, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that equals what he's been saying yeah. to you. You know what I mean? But that like, was only one out of four weeks. That yeah, yeah. But he Roman definitely got better. It's it. like, but I still think when the match came, John Cena wasn't convinced that mm-hmm. like this is the guy. But he had to. Hold his hand at the end. He had to do the job, and he had to take care of all that stuff. But, I mean, um, Roman Reigns kicked out of AA after AA after yeah. Super AA off the top rope. And I like, wasn't a fan of that. No, like, it, even if you're going to pass the torch to this guy, like, don't make it so it's like Shawn Michaels selling to Hulk Hogan. Like, mm-hmm. where he's just, like, flopping around all over the place. Right. Funny that, uh, did you see the meme going around uh, Twitter of uh, Kurt Henning taking the bump off the off the corner turnbuckle? He just gets his head smashed into the top turnbuckle, and he does like a dragon flip <laughs> as a bump. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. That but, yeah, that's, a, that's just what I thought of kind of when I was yeah. watching that match, that John Cena was kind of messing around, and, and that he just didn't, he wasn't convinced that what he was doing was the right thing. You know, and that's just mm-hmm. me watching, and that's, that's what I got out of it. I, you know what I mean? I didn't... I don't know. And we actually got some of John Cena's input on it on an Edge and Christian podcast. Right. You know, you listen to that, and he basically kind of reiterated that, you know, he still wasn't all that convinced that uh, the fort was held down right. while he's not there by whoever. Mm-hmm. He basically said um, that he was going to... That there was an open... Uh, platform for somebody to become a mega superstar in WWE, but nobody was stepping up to take that spot. Right, and yeah. everyone accuses Cena of burying people. He's like, I'm not burying them. I give them their shot, and they can't hold their ground. Yeah, he's so like, people have great burying. programs with me, and everything's great, and everybody loves them, and then they move on to the next person, and they don't have as great of a program, and right. then they move on to the next person, and it's not as it great of worse a program. And worse. So people see that they're getting worse, after they wrestle me, but it's not because I buried them. It's because they can't hold their own. They're not working with me, you know. Like basically, you know, he's saying like I'm the man, dude, and I make everybody look good. And but that's what they need to be doing with yeah, everyone else. They need to go have. There's other... only a few people right now who can do that. Yeah. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, you know. Yeah. There's a yeah John Cena, and even yeah, like right. I would say like on that John Cena level, it might only be AJ Styles. Like Kevin, on that level, Kevin, yeah, yeah. Kevin Owens is like on his way up there. Right, he's definitely on his way up there. But those guys are so polished and so right, good, right. and they have like great move sets and the look. They have it all like that. They, it's perfect, you know. So um, I really I enjoyed that match, um, and I think uh, Cruiserweight was. Uh, next which was a total debacle <laughs> like, yeah yeah so uh we got enzo amore you know 205 live newest candidate uh going against neville man and we all love neville dude he's good he's great mm-hmm. heel and uh what happened man it's so disappointing it was a roll-up yeah enzo a fruit amore, <laughs> <Enzo> amore <laughs> does it. the fruit roll-up for the win and uh, muscles marinara over here it's a new dude it was it was awful i can't even believe that they they let neville drop the belt to him and not austin aries or one of these other guys that like i mean oh my god it's absolutely disturbing so many more deserving talent on the 205 live roster any one of them i don't know man i don't think jack gallagher he doesn't need the strap to sell his t-shirts no it's it's his his entrance stupid entrance so 
Like, do that. He could I, be a manager, straight up. He could just do that and get beat every week and be fine. Like, it wouldn't even matter, especially on 205 Live. You couldn't do that on Raw forever, but you could do that once a week mm-hmm. on 205 Live or once every other week. Get your pop, sell your T-shirts, and that's that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're doing it for the live Raw crowd, so you still sell your T-shirts that way. And stuff. Right. I'm like, ugh. I, I couldn't even believe it, man. And um, as the weeks moved on from No Mercy... Enzo Amore actually lost the title to Kalisto because of all kinds of weird stipulations with none of the 205 Live oh, guys clauses. can touch them. Yeah, clauses. Yeah. yeah, you guys, he had a piece of paper that basically said that none of the 205 Live guys could touch him or they would never get a shot at the title. They all beat him up. Now nobody in the division can get a shot at the title, so they bring in Kalisto. And Kalisto wins the title off Enzo. And it's like... What is going on here? And where is Neville? <laughs> like, So with that, which I thought immediately, which I thought was weird, was Kalisto was on SmackDown, and he had a darker gimmick with different music and black face paint under his mask. And then when he comes out on Raw, he's back to the same old Lucha, Lucha, the yeah. Lucha Dragon. You know, um, what I did like about that whole aspect was the fact that it was Eddie Guerrero's birthday. A masked wrestler, a lucha, legit lucha wrestler, won the title dedicated to Eddie. On and a which side is note, why I, I thought that was cool. It. I think they did it because of that. And well, I heard Neville the, got pissed and walked out of Raw the next week. No, no, no. That was the same week. Oh, okay. And, and I was reading that the reason they did that it was because on that week of Raw, they were like, Neville, you're going to lose to Enzo again on the main event of Raw. And Neville walked. So they were like, oh, plan B, what do we do? Yeah. Let's bring Kalisto in and give him the strap on Eddie Guerrero's birthday. That makes sense. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's Latino Heritage Month or whatever. Okay. That um, makes total sense. Because Neville walked. Oof. Brutal. Yeah. yeah dude. It, and I don't blame Neville. Nah, man. You can't. He has so many opportunities. Everyone. I'm not even going to say Neville. Everyone and anyone has such a great opportunity with what's going on in not WWE, whether it's Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, whether it's Ring of Honor, whether it's Webster Town Hall yeah. or New Japan, there's oh, yeah. so many great opportunities in wrestling going on right now. There's chances for you to make money just by uh, putting a Bullet Club shirt on with real or money. even <laughs> having a match with the Bullet Club. Yep. Yeah. So it's um, so maybe we'll see Pac, as he was known yep. before Neville. Everybody loves Neville. And, and that uh, would be great. And, got- and speaking of that, just real quick, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Aries, he's going to have an international dream match. Against Ricochet. Yeah. Austin Aries, Ricochet. So that's my point. You can leave WWE, so much other good stuff going on. Absolutely, man. Wrestling's super hot right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't, I don't want to jump straight to say wrestling's cool, but wrestling is like on the upswing again. It's and never we, been not cool to me, brother. Totally. But, but we've seen the hills and the valleys For sure. where, where you would go to the mall and see an Austin 316 shirt on every fifth dude and on every 20th girl, you know? And yeah. It's getting that way with, with the Bullet, Bullet Club, Club shirts too. and stuff like that. And, like, you can see we're wrestling as a whole. Us fans, yep. like, we're bringing it. It's on an upswing again. And it's uh, it's going to get Even there. Balor Club shirts. I was at Target the other day. I was wearing a Bullet Club shirt. Another guy was wearing a Balor Club. And, of course, yep. you hit the two suites in public. <laughs> yeah. You know, Only when that, nobody but, can see. Yeah, though. we <laughs> looked around like, oh, hope nobody was watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to get that. Well, he could do it. Other. Because he's in the Balor Club. Balor Club can do it, but I couldn't do it. He's a good brother. (laughs) Um, 
the last match of that pay-per-view was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Sh- Braun Strowman, and uh, I thought Braun was going to uh, walk away the new champ. Me too. But he didn't. Nope. It was a, uh, you know, a big guy match. Yeah. I, I don't super think it heavyweight. Made, I don't think it, it made either one of them look super good, and uh, Strowman lost to 1F5, so I thought that was weird. Clean pin in the middle of the ring. That's what I actually liked about the match. Is it? Because after watching Roman Reigns kick out of the top guy's finishing move. It's called a finisher. It's supposed to... You could kick out a one, maybe, at WrestleMania. Yeah, at WrestleMania. That makes sense. For the drama. Yeah. But that's what I liked about this match was it just takes one F5 to beat anybody. (laughs) But last month it didn't take one. Or six months ago, it took like five to beat Roman Reigns. But that's Roman Reigns. He's on some crazy serum or something. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting injections before the match. Um, I get it, dude. Um, I like it if they stick with it. If nobody kicks out of the F5 from now on, I'm cool with that. But if like next month Roman or at WrestleMania Roman Reigns kicks out of five of them, I'm gonna be pissed. So yeah. like, you know that's that's true. That's don't don't true. do that. You know. Um, but I agree that it's cool, and if they keep it going in that direction, I'll be super happy with that. You know. Um, so No Mercy finished up right there. And um, speaking of Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar, as they moved on in the weeks, basically uh, Braun Strowman kind of beat people up or got beaten up in the shield reunion yeah surprise the shield <laughs> the shield got a reunion you know and um they beat up Braun Strowman, and brock lesnar seems to be getting set up um for something with finn balor those are the rumors online really down the road but right. they're not doing anything with him right now right yeah i haven't even heard I'm, about him yeah exactly so i think you know from what i read on the dirt sheets the uh, finn balor is the next guy in line okay so uh, we'll see what happens with that. So I'll backtrack just a little bit about the surprise Shield reunion. Yeah. So it looks like The Miz has been getting into it with Roman, which is good, which we talked about. The Miz deserves and he should be fighting top men. Yep. Abs- top men. <laughs> Absolutely. So now The Miz Taraj seems to have two new members, at least temporarily, being Sheamus and Cesaro, which works. Yeah. Superhero group. And they're beating the crap out of Roman Reigns. Yeah. And Ambrose and Rollins are like, dude, we got you. Shield. Yeah. Roman's not having it. But then two weeks straight, he's getting his butt kicked. All of a sudden, the Shield has new t-shirts. And they're out in the ring kicking the crap out of everybody. I know. At the beginning of Raw, they all came out and like fist bumped and like, yeah, we're the Shield again. And then they came out like an hour later and they had new shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I did like that. They were kicking kicking some butt again, just like they used to. Did you um, like that they had the shirts already ready? No. that killed it for me. Yeah, I didn't like that at no. all. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. I was no. like, really? I didn't like the shirts. I mean, I like the shirts. Yeah, I mean, like come sh- on. I do like the shirts. Why not the next but, week? Come on. Like, really? Or two weeks. Make yeah. it like... Something. Have them the next week. Because like, I'd rather see them all in their gear, their old gear coming out the same, rather yeah, than all yeah. just wearing the same damn t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten it, minutes it was, after they just... <laughs> Freaking together, fist bumped. I'm like, what like you... fist bump me right now. Maybe there'll be new shirts in our closet. Yeah. Like, Jesus, <laughs> that's basically what happened. Dude. WPC Smash shirts are yeah. now in our closets. We just fist bumped. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I totally forgot about that. But I remember that sticking out to me and me and being like, "Uh, didn't they just get back to you? how they print those shirts already?" I'm like, I'm <laughs> like you know, this kind of stuff like that gives it away, and it's yeah. like I want to believe you know as px files might say i want to like or like i want to believe that it's real i don't want obvious stuff like that to you know be right in my face like 
And you put it out halfway through Raw. Do you think the people in the crowd jumped out to buy another T-shirt after they already bought yeah. a $35 T-shirt? Yeah. I'm sure some people did, but come on. Like, they, if they did it... Was it in a secret tote? And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, they just went to the ring. And then they, like, opened another tote and you go to the merch. I don't even know. Was there only three of them? Were they selling them there? Who knows? knows? Somebody send us a tweet and let us know if they were selling those shirts after they uh, got together on Raw. But, um, yeah, so let's jump to Hell in a Cell and keep things moving along with wrestling. It's been a big month because Hell in a Cell was a huge pay-per-view, in my opinion. Uh, We had two great cell matches going in, Kevin Owens and Shane, and uh, New Day versus the Usos. Usos. Yeah, uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. I oh, know that was uh, Shane and that was Kevin Shane. Owens. That was I, weird. That gave that away. Yeah. So let's uh, start from the beginning and uh, go kickoff show. Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin. They defeated the Hype Bros. Hype Bros got some tension. They're gonna break up soon. That's all right. I heard somebody. Uh, I it was on a podcast or something, but somebody say that they would like to see um, Zack Ryder and. Um, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, right? jump back together. And that would be, uh, be sweet. Yeah, wouldn't it? They'd be a cool tag team together right now. And I'm, dude, I don't think anybody former takes Joe Raleigh. I don't know. Only Gronk does. What's going on with that? But I mean, I'm not. I'm not on that train. He's not a good wrestler. He's not good on the mic. Like, I, ugh, I don't know. But um, yeah, so they beat them. Uh, they beat them. <laughs> Sheldon <laughs> Benjamin and Chad Gable got the win against uh, the Hype Bros, and they look like they're going to break up soon. A lot of arguing, stuff like that. Um, Tag Team Championship was in the Hell in the Cell was the first match, and in my opinion, the best match. Um, you should definitely go see this match. You know, Again, this will probably be a spotlight match of the week You know, sometime down the line when it's not fresh in everybody's head. Mm-hmm. But um, right off the top of my head, a lot of cool stuff happened, a lot of big stuff. I can't even name it all, but the thing that sticks out to me the most is um, Xavier Woods hanging over the ring post on the outside, getting railed with a kendo stick in the ribs. Like, oh, oh, many, many times, too, man. It looked legit. It looked like it hurt. There was a lot of cool stuff as far as um, Big E hitting the spear into the cage and stuff like that. That looked really good. And um, the... When they got one of the Usos with the kendo sticks, Jimmy raked in between the corner of the cage. That was cool like and original. Never saw that before. Yeah. Awesome. Dig it. Um, again, you should go watch this match. If you're listening to this, you're obviously a wrestling fan, and you, you need to see this match. Yeah, if, if you, you haven't watched it, you missed out. It's super, super brutal, and definitely not like WWE. The only um, complaint that I heard about the match, and I don't even have this complaint, is that there was no blood. But there hasn't, okay. there hasn't been blood in so long that I don't think like I miss it anymore. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Me neither. Until right. I saw it the next day, I wasn't like, oh, this match stinks because they're not bleeding. I'm like, right. if they did bleed, I probably, probably would have put it over that next level. And again, it's because you haven't seen it in so long. I don't even think about it anymore. Right, I didn't think you about know, it. I, I don't ever What I thought about match. was the New Day brought, uh, brought it to another level as far as New Day. As far as, like, the aggressiveness yeah. and how they're going to, you and, know, throw down. And the announcers definitely help with that, too, because they were calling Big E, like, a Terminator. Yeah. Like, cause, and that's what's up, because he's a big dude. Absolutely. And he can turn that aggressive, mean streak on, which was awesome. And, and I like that the New Day had their weapons, but they were, like, New Day weapons. So they were yeah. still entertaining, but they were still, like beating the crap out of the Usos with kendo sticks. Like, yeah, they were rainbow kendo sticks, or the yeah. cowbell spot was funny. Yeah. Like, so they still 100% entertained, but then they, they brought it. 
I thought the coolest part, weapon-wise, was when they like lined up across each other and they all had weapons. Biggie was wrapping his fist in a big chain. Yep, dude, I liked that. It was like Warriors style. Yeah, like, that was Warriors. Sick. Another spot that I liked was the Usos put Biggie up on their shoulders like a Doomsday Device outside the ring. Yeah, and the uh, the other brother Us did the flying tope. Yep, into him into the cage like. It was, yeah, Brutal, a big awesome. tower of destruction yes, just, yes. like, smashed against the cage. And uh, it was so good. There's, I mean, that, how many times did we say that already? Yeah. Go see this match. It's good, man. So right. the outcome. Yeah. Uso's, Uso's, uh Five time. Five time. Five time. You think they're going to say that? No, nah, they're super heel right now. But uh, oh, they, they, they attempted to. Yeah. On, just like we just attempted to. We only did three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do it on Talking Smack. On Talking Smack, and they were like, oh, I think that was only three. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with those guys. They could swap them back and yep. forth in brutal matches like mm-hmm. that. That's cool. Anybody could have won that match just because of how brutal it was to everybody. Whoever fell on top at the end was going to get the win, and it happened to be the Usos this time. I don't think that this is overdone yet because they're still having good matches and they're different every time. I want to mm-hmm. see more. What about an Iron Man match? Yeah. Oh, an hour-long Iron That'd be crazy. match. Hour-long tag team Not Iron tomorrow. Man. You know what I mean? That's different. I thought about that um, just as something different. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think that they could they could do more, you know, whereas most of the time I'm like, all right, move along. Like, let's do something different now. We can come back to this later, you know, right. if we want to. But I want to see these guys keep wrestling because they're having the best matches, you know, by far. Period. Consistently. You know what I mean? You know you're going to get something good when you see. Absolutely. It's a must-see. Both those teams on the bill. United States Championship was next. Um, Ty Dillinger got thrown into the mix, I think, during the pre-show. Yep. Was during the pre-show. So it ended up being a three-way. Baron Corbin, Ty Dillinger, and AJ Styles walking in with the strap. Once Dillinger got thrown in, I knew he was going to be the sacrificial lamb. That's kind of obvious. Did you (laughs) have any doubts that AJ was going to pass the strap to Corbin through Ty Dillinger? No, I really didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I thought AJ would just win. And they would just try to swerve everybody by doing that? Yep. They did it at the, the pay-per-view before with the women's match, you know, where... Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I get you there. I just think it was funny. They're like, oh, this has happened earlier today. Hey, I'm Ty Dillinger. Hey, Daniel Bryan, can I be put in the match tonight? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a triple threat now. A pay-per-view title match, you know, with a... A grudge feud going on. It didn't yeah, make any sense. Go. But to me, it instantly read um, that they were going to pass the title. And, and that's what But happened. I'm okay with it, too. AJ should jump right up to the heavyweight scene. Yep. Uh, absolutely. And he, Corbin's believable. As for the me. United States guy. Because yep. he shouldn't be anywhere near the heavyweight title nope. scene. So that's fine with me. Uh, I agree. And then they can feud him and Ty Dillinger. They can feud and do it, you know. Do a good story. All of Sami Zayn, those kind of guys. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, women's Championship, Charlotte Flair and Natalia. Um, I can tell you that uh, it ended in a, you know, no contest. Didn't they uh, both get disqualified? No, Natalia swung the chair. Yep. So Natalia swung a chair, got disqualified. It was a good matchup until then. I probably would have wanted to finish on it. Yeah. Um, but they can, again, I'm happy to see them go at it again. So I'm fine that they didn't get mm-hmm. a finish, you know, and they could still have three more matches now because this one doesn't count, you know. They could yep. one one rubber rubber match at WrestleMania or something, you know, mm-hmm. something coming up, Royal Rumble maybe by then. But uh, I really enjoyed... Getting that heel heat, that's all. I really enjoyed okay. that match, you know. Uh, Charlotte threw another sweet moonsault. She, th- she yep. throws a nice one. She missed a little bit, but it looks so good in the air. She's yeah. super laid out and, like... 
doing like a back bang kind of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> flying through the air. So I always like to see that. And again, I'm happy that um, they're going to go at it again. This, sure. isn't, this isn't the end of that. And they, they're probably two of the most talented women's wrestlers on that show, like straight up wrestler, like Ken wrestle, you know, so I, I enjoy that. Uh, WWE Championship was next. I was surprised. Not the uh, main event. Right right when you hear that this match yeah. is coming up next, you know the other Hell in the Cell is going to be the main event. So that's cool. Um, but still, I'm kind of a WWE title goes on last. Should be the most important belt. Should be the most important thing. Maybe yeah. not always. But uh, yeah. In this predicament, yeah, it should have. I don't know. Yeah. I thought Shinsuke was going to win. So I thought they were going to make a whole big deal and do a whole big... You know, celebration, yeah, streamers, yeah, all the whole spiel. Um, so I was super surprised that this match was put here Mm -hmm. first off, and the fact that Nakamura got pinned clean in the middle. I'm okay with it in a pretty (laughs) unexciting match. Um, it surprised me. I'm okay with it as well. I, I, Ginger doesn't bother me like he bothers most people. He's doing what he's supposed to do. You don't like him, and that's what a heel's supposed to be. Yep, like when Neville stopped doing the, the big whatever he called it. Red arrow? The red arrow. And he would tease it and be like, nah, nah, I don't do that no more. You know what I mean? Like That's, that's for suckers. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> like, I don't do that. I'm not leaving my feet. You know, like, I, I thought it was cool. Um, definitely surprised. Nakamura clean in the middle, taking the pin. Yep. Uh, and you, this is how you know that Jinder's doing good. When he goes for his finisher and starts to hit it and the crowd is just like, ah. Oh, yeah. Just that gets heat. Yep. He's doing his job. Absolutely. Good point. Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler came out next, and uh, we knew we were going to get like a new special entrance that we were promised from Ziggler, and uh, we got lights off, uh, pyro off, yeah. no music, and he just walked straight to the ring with nothing. Yep. And I was super excited for this match, but I think these guys had like three minutes or something like that. I was so yeah. I'm like, these guys can't wrestle in three minutes. These guys need a half hour. They're great. They're both great, and they can handle their business. Like, let's get it done. So this was a total disappointment to me. Um, Rude got the win. Uh, they were basically like did a couple roll-ups holding each other's tights, and at the end, Rude finally pulled Ziggler's tights. Cause a little Zig- harder. Yeah, because Ziggler had been pulling his the whole time, you know. And um, But Ziggler got his comeuppance and pop right up and gave him a zigzag while he was celebrating. Yep. So there's more to go there, and I'm happy. And, dude, they give him more time because this match – you couldn't get anything done in three minutes. I can't get anything done in three minutes. Like, are you kidding me? It doesn't make any sense. Um, main event time, Hell in a Cell, Shane McMahon and uh, Kevin Owens. Was Rusev and Randy Orton in there anywhere? Oh, yeah, Rusev and Randy they were Orton ran- was in there I mean, somewhere. we might have went over it, skipped it, because, again, unfortunately, it wasn't really... A memorable match. The one thing that I do notice about this little mini feud that they got going on is uh, Rusev takes a good RKO. Like yeah. he, he lays down, and he puts it, he drives. He like his does fore- the worm almost. He drives his air. forehead into the mat. You know, like he he's not laying straight out with it. He it looks like his face is smashing yeah. against the mat when he does it. And that's one thing I've noticed about this feud is that man, he takes a good RKO. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's taken a lot of them in the last yeah. couple weeks. Well, so. what I like too is you know. It, this whole SummerSlam thing sucked for him. Yeah. But the more they, they fight That's each other. Fall. You can't be cutting your hair when you're on TV every week without permission. Yeah. <laughs> the more they fight, the more aggressive Rusev's getting. He's getting back to that original yeah. crush. Rusev, Rusev Machka. Crush. Yeah, yeah. Machka. So that's cool. And, you know, Randy Orton won. That's cool. So now 
we can get into the main event. The main event. Sorry about that. But let's do I it, totally man. forgot about that match, man. It was, <laughs> that's how much uh, excitement it gave me. Um, so, yeah, man. The Cell, it's a false count anywhere. So, you know it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. You want to walk them a little bit through the match, the stuff we saw, because we did see some cool stuff. To me, most notably, um, the stuff on top of the cage. They did a lot more. A lot. They were a lot on see. top of the cage, yeah. Um, the cage was definitely, or Cell, Yes. It's big, reinforced. You know, they had like more like, instead of like six or nine squares on the top, it was more like 12. Yep. So everything was reinforced a little better. For sure. But we got to see uh, powerbomb, super kick, all that kind of stuff on top of Russian the Russian leg sweep. Yeah. I mean, and it looked good. And it's like, man, if these guys slip or like. That's fall, what I was thinking. Fall the other way or this cage collapses like it did on Foley. And like, yep. I even like specifically was like, you know, counting the, the support beams and stuff. And it's like. <laughs> Uh, it definitely was super cool, and that was my favorite part. Uh, Shane took the dive off of the top of the fall, and um, well, Owens took a pretty good one from halfway up. He did. He laid out. The one thing that I noticed about this pay per view, and I, I wonder if it's something that they're gonna do all the time, is they had the new announce tables. They're like clearly made for taking bumps on. They're probably like one and a half times the size of huh. the old announce tables, and they don't have the monitors in them anymore. You, yeah, uh, tablets. Yeah, they swipe so you can swipe everything off, and all three of them lined up were all like that, and they only mm-hmm. smashed two. Right. So why would they make three if they're only gonna smash two? If they were just gimmick tables, you know right. what I mean? Like I'm thinking that these are those are what the announce tables are gonna look like over Moving there forward. from now on. Right. Yeah, and they're huge, dude. You, Big Show could lay out. You couldn't miss it. You know yeah, what I mean? And uh, for it, sure. it collapsed perfectly you could see a mat underneath but that's fine you know yeah. you take a bump like that i expect that but i i think if we see these kind of ta- announce tables we could see bigger better moves in the future because there's a lot less room for accidents right you know when you're basically hitting something that's made for that which is what it looked like to me did you even notice that no yeah i i, dude, I noticed was, that the um, monitors weren't built into the tables because they were tablets yeah. i'm like oh you know they got with the time the That's whole cool. table looks because they Owens be like straight up smash the tablet i'm like oh that must be fun yeah the only other person i know of who smashed a tablet like that is coach belichick yeah, <laughs> yeah. coach belichick doesn't use tablets nope me neither Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah um so dude we got a good match bunch of big bombs good build up to it too you know where i thought it was cool Kev- i think it's kind of low to like jump to the kid stuff all the time like that's kind of yeah like ben kevin owens is mo yeah but headbutt and vince yes that, that was cool that's what i liked how do you think uh do you think vince mcmahon bladed do you think he that was the hard way or do you think he cut beforehand and put like some new skin on it i don't know i, uh, I like to believe it's the hard way because that's the yeah. way it came off very well on television looked, and i thought it was a hard way it looked like the hard way but vince is like 70 and i'm like dude they can't be, he can't be going out there and being like yo give me a headbutt the hard way and kevin owens being okay with that like i don't know you could like damage somebody's yeah. brain like that but he's also like you said he's 70 his skin could be weaker I I, was, I, I, don't I don't know. know. I was thinking. I think he I blade think he, cover up, little makeup on it, whatever. Yep, totally. And he had all it spot. needed was like just a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, new skin's just like glue, and it just like yeah. will pop right off and start bleeding again. But you won't notice it. Right. All Vince had to do was like rub his head really hard. Like that, oh, that hurt. That probably is what it. That probably is what happened. But still, knows? it looks super good. That was cool. Because what I'm thinking is Vince wasn't on SmackDown for what four or six years or something. A long time. And when you think of Vince on TV. He used to be the ass kicker. He'd take a stunner all the time. Oh, yeah. But he'd never take, like, 
something this bad. No, and he took the frog splash. If you, yeah. the, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty big. Kevin Owens big dude to come down on you off the top rope. And, and, and that, he lays out on it. And, and that shows me Vince sees something in Kevin. Yeah, he and knows that, that Kevin... And this could be the last time you see Vince take a maneuver in the ring. You never know. That's true. That's true. So that's big for Kevin. So they had that animosity going. And I, I, I kind of did like the fact that Owens... Was jaw jacking to the kids yeah. during the match, like yeah. putting them right in the cage and say, "There's your dad." Like, yeah, I like thought that smearing was cool. his face along the chain. And, and right one of Shano's sons flipped him off. Like, yep. <laughs> that's funny to me, but yeah, totally. They right. don't have to go that way. You're right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. could just be like, "Dude, you're a pussy, and I'm gonna beat you up." Like, <laughs> yeah. But no, they're think, gonna be like, "Your kids are gonna miss you if you die in a helicopter crash." Like, dude, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, like his youngest kid could probably be like, "Oh man." Yeah, like, like maybe it wasn't that serious. My dad told me it was no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, is that exactly. what happened? Um, but yeah, so I mean, it was it was good. Kevin Owens got the win. You, Kevin Owens had to get the win, mm. and uh, Shane took the bump. Kevin took a couple power bomb on top of the cage. Those were the highlights for me, man. And, and I thought it was a good pay per view. I thought it was much better than. Um, I thought it was a what, good what they've done lately, sure. and I had no complaints. And definitely the bookends of the Hell in the Cells; those mm-hmm. were those were my favorite matches. And mm-hmm. everything else, I think they can do more with or do better with. So yep. I think that there's you know a lot of room to grow on that brand, in my opinion. Yeah, but let's just touch on the finish, the swerve, the swerve, the big old swerve. Um, BFFs, yeah, ain't, ain't no, ain't ain't just a little saying, yeah. right? <laughs> so uh, go ahead, tell them. So. You know, we set up um, Shane's on the top, doing his prayers, thinking about it. Getting ready to take the bump. As soon as he jumps, uh, a hooded man who is later revealed as Sami Zayn grabs his best friend, Kevin Owens, takes him to safety. And then throws him back on Shane for the cover. Yep. Yeah. And and it was a good, like, three minutes in between where they're checking on everyone. and, And then all of a sudden... Sammy like grabs a ref and grabs yeah, Kevin Owens and says, "Hey, this is still a match. It's yeah. false count anyway. Pin him. Yeah. Pin him." I so thought you, it was cool. It's funny that you said that you knew something weird was going to happen because of the false count anywhere. I didn't think it would be that. I thought they would finish on top of the cage. Yep. And so that was a good swerve to me. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Zayn thing, I had read that that might happen, so oh, I was see. like, it ruined it for me, and that's why I'm like, uh, uh like. I already had heard that, so I was I like, ah, I like, didn't. Perfect. Because, you must have been totally surprised. Yeah, then. I have been like off of social media, off of everything. Off the I've been working the third shift. Um, I had to purposely stay off social media after the pay per views. Like I watched two matches before I went to work. Yeah. And then same with football. Like that's I, what I do. I got to shut everything down. Yeah, absolutely. And then watch it when I can. Yep. And I am in. And it was almost spoiled. I saw a meme that said. When Sammy and I like immediately shut my phone. I was yeah. like, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. I know Sammy's doing something now, but it could have been when Sammy cut a fire promo. It could have yeah. been anything. Anything. He's so, on. He's a, he is a wrestler. Like, right, he right. could have done whatever. That's not weird. But I'm glad. And um, on SmackDown, they gave Sammy a mic. Yeah, dude. And they he just him. explained himself, and he'll turn city. Perfect. It's what he needs. It was a good promo. It's a good time. And. Um, I hope they give him some new music and just really take care of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And as far as making him a star, I think he, he's he got the mic work and he's got the ring work to really develop. And yeah. the, the uh, background he's got with Kevin Owens, I mean, this is a perfect. few, a few perfect. that could go on forever. So yep. um, I dug it. I like the where they're going. Um, so next you- pay-per-view coming up is TLC. They haven't really set up much for it yet. I know Asuka's making her debut against Emma. 
Yeah. Off the top of your head, anything uh, is set in stone yet for TLC? I don't. Yes. What is? The Shield. Oh yeah. Okay. Versus the Miztourage, including a special Miztourage member, Braun Strowman. Yes, Braun was uh, a little upset that he took the uh, the Shield bomb, as Michael Cole called it, which I totally don't like. Just, shield bomb. Just call it a three man power bomb or whatever, <laughs> something yeah. else, so anything else. <laughs> And uh, so he's upset. He joins the Miz, and uh, they're gonna go after the Shield in a TLC match. Yeah. So that got ruckus all over it. Yeah. And by Miz Taraj, I think it's Sheamus, Cesaro, Miz. It's the new Miz Taraj. Yep. The improved Miz Taraj. That's right. I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be a good match. I think oh, the yeah. guys are gonna take some big hits and mm-hmm. get thrown around. Is there anything else that's solid up yet? Kalisto and Enzo will probably do probably. some kind of. Some kind of because that was supposed to be the original Kalisto Enzo at the pay per view, but yeah. since Neville walked out, they did it on Raw. They'll probably do their rematch yeah. there. Um, and I think Enzo's gonna take it back there. I really do. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe not right oh. away. Muscles marinara. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Anyway. I really don't know what what else. Any other things stick out for me from Raw? I mean, we pretty much touched Raw and SmackDown. We touched on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and they just haven't set up that much for TLC yet. Nothing that I, I, if I we have to think for three minutes about what's going on. They haven't done a good enough job. If there is something right, else right. set up, because um, we're watching every week. One thing that stuck out for SmackDown as well. We got a repackaging. We got a new tag team, the Bludgeoned Brothers. Oh, yeah. We Harper just got the Rowan. vignette. We didn't even see him yet. Right, right. The vignette was weird. It was cool. I liked the gimmick. Yeah. They're like Vikings kind of looking. Like mm-hmm. they, they took War Machine's gimmick and they just... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that when I I've watched seen, it. I've seen War Machine come out with Bludgeons. I don't want to just throw that out oh. there. But I'm pretty sure that they have come out wearing the Viking gear and carrying giant hammers as well. Into a callback with the open wallet you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um why don't they just give War Machine money? <laughs> and then they can have Bludgeon Brothers versus the War Machine, and everyone's yeah. happy. War Machine. Oh, what's the match that I tweeted at you that is coming up uh, in Ring of Honor? Is uh, War Machine versus... Uh, I forget what it was. Whatever. There's a lot we'll of other stuff going on, too. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely a lot of good stuff coming up. TLC, hopefully they fill it out a little bit. Um but that's basically what I got with that. Yeah, man. And just one other thing I'm going to touch base on. I'm sure we're going to talk a hell of a lot more about it when it actually happens is the return of War Games in NXT. Absolutely. So two, two rings, rings, two cells over the ring. I don't think they're going to be as big as a hell in a cell. Yeah. It's going to be a cage with a top. And I'm excited. Is it three teams of three this time too? I'm honestly not sure. I think it is. I think they're doing. And no sanity's in it. I think they're doing three teams of three. So okay. All inside the cell. I'm assuming they're going to come in in intervals. Cool. And stuff like that. But yeah, dude, that's going to be awesome. That uh, NXT card should be pretty good. I mean, they got some good guys over there right now doing some good work. Alistair Black. Um, uh, I forget his name. The Spanish guy, Andrade. Yeah, Diaz. Almas. Andrade Almas. Cien. Cien. Andrade Almas. Yeah, whatever. He's good, too. He came, he's really coming around when he got that manager girl with him. Yep. Um, but I, I haven't watched it in a few weeks, so I'm definitely going to uh, check that out before that takeover pay-per-view comes. And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to smash this podcast with some pop culture. We got music, we got movies, we got comics, video games, collectibles, and more. Smash! Let's get a few things going. I mean, 
nerd town wise a lot of stuff yeah. happened lately man Pop super culture. nes classic came out baby yeah it sure did and um i did the first thing i said i was gonna do was unlock star fox 2 yeah is which, that the first thing that you did yeah it was officially Perfect. the first thing i did nice got it out of the way i played street fighter with my son <laughs> nice nice yeah but then the official after that another thing i set out to do was because i have a tradition any platform that i have super mario world on whether it's the virtual console on the wii whether it's on the switch whatever it is i beat super mario world completely yeah 96 gates and a star next to it because i completed star star world which is the special zone of star world which is the levels like gnarly and tubular and bodacious and rad yeah the extra hard yeah crazy the levels, levels that you can't even see in star world you have to beat all of star yes. world first <laughs> yes. then you can find the hidden levels so that took me one day <laughs> um one day off probably four Bad hours ass in it nice yep that's um, awesome so that's done and i really don't know what i want to get into next there's so many games on there which i know we've touched on before when when it was announced yeah um but there's long I play, games. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's long games. So I was playing a little bit of shorter games. I played, I, I wouldn't say shorter, but just like. Yeah, when you die, it's over. It's yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah, like Contra. I played yeah. through some Contra. I played a little bit of uh, Super Punch-Out. Yep. I was playing uh, the Kirby Dream Course because it's like golf yep. with, with a twist. Did you get any Street Fighter 2 in? Not yet. Oof. The last Street Fighter 2, uh, I played against you yeah. at the arcade nice. uh, last week. That was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to dig into like Earthbound. Yeah, you know, I just want to jump in, but they're long games. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. But it's good. Like, the whole system works good. I'm glad they gave us two controllers. The mm -hmm. controllers are a little bit longer, but they use the extensions that we had from the NES Classic already. Yep. So, man, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's perfect. My wife loves it. You know, I can run downstairs and play my Xbox, and she jumps on that and loves it. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's upstairs where we can play whenever we want. It's so small. It doesn't take up any space. Perfect. I love it. Yep. Um, video game-wise... I know banging through Destiny, trying to get ready for South Park, which comes out, what, this week? Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited yeah. for that. I, yeah. I can't even what? tell you guys. It's a fractured butthole. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And if, any, cool if anyone watches South Park, the new season has started. And last week's episode was pretty much a big trailer for the fractured butthole nice because everything they're doing with the coon and friends yeah is exactly like there's one scene from last week's episode that was legit the original reveal trailer where they're all arguing over well you get straight to netflix movie and i get a three-part movie but then you know tupperware is just going to be the secret villain of this movie and they're all like no i want my own movie i don't want to be on netflix i want i don't want straight to dvd that's the basis of the game yeah and you as the new kid it's literally the next day after stick of truth yeah if you haven't beat stick of truth spoiler alert at the end everyone says i don't want to play wizards anymore let's go play superheroes yeah. So it this game Fractured Butthole is literally the next day. Cool. And and then you create your character cuz you're still new kid, yeah. which they I don't know what they're going to call you in this game, but the whole um stick of truth they refer to you as douchebag. Yeah. Like the hey, whole douchebag. Hey, sir douchebag or whatever it was. Hey douchebag. Yep. <laughs> so I'm really excited they changed some of the uh, mechanics of it. It's still turn-based back and forth, but it's the grid turn-based with i'm not really okay. familiar with like final fantasy tactics style yeah where you guys and there was a mega three, man game you can only move 
three piece ahead and you, your thing can only you know your board will light up and if unless yes, you're not yes. in one of those squares you can't get hit right. basically but yeah, cool. the stick of truth was very user friendly and it taught you how to play very well and that's what i liked about it because i don't really like turn-based yeah but this game made me a believer yeah so i'm sure fractured butthole they're gonna do the same thing and, and i'm gonna learn how to play it and I mean, I beat Stick it's of Truth. It's not a big deal. I went through Stick of Truth three different times, like yeah. just collecting more. And, and like the first time I went through, I was more heavy weapon damage. The second time, I was more my weight, uh, weight, my <laughs> mage damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you will. So Working definitely it excited. Out. And it's fun. It's like watching in a five, six hour long episode of South Park. It was definitely it, over it, the top. It's definitely, it's definitely done top. good. So I know. Um, after that, Call of Duty comes out. Oh, no, after that, Mario comes out. Yes, like and, a week after yeah, that. Yeah, Mario Odyssey. So we'll get, everybody will get to check that out. It's been a long time since we got a Mario game, so I yep. know everybody's super excited about that. I don't really know much about it except um, that it's going to be really good and you can play, like, two-player kind of. Oh, really? Like, yeah, something. I didn't look into that. I don't know much too, too much. Basically, like, what it seems like is um, that it, it, I don't know. It looks good. Like, I, I read some stuff on it, um, but different things, and I don't really remember. It was a little while ago, yeah. to be honest. And um, But I'm excited to play it tomorrow. Me too. I'm excited to it. try Cappy. Yeah. Where, like, when you throw the hat at something, you turn into it. So, like, I saw on a That's trailer, what it was. Somebody else Mario, could play as Cappy. Mario can be a dinosaur. Oh, like, yeah. And you run around as a dinosaur. Or Mario is a taxi cab, and it turns into, like, crazy taxi, and you have to do, like, missions like crazy taxi. Hopefully it's not too out there. I, I kind of like want it to be like Mario 64 style. Yeah. But we'll I see what it happens. Will be. I don't know. Because like Super Mario Sunshine was good and I thought that was going to be out there because it's like about cleaning up pollution. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mario. That's what I'm saying. In my Mario's opinion, good. it we'll, will be good. We'll give it a shot. Shortly after that, Call of Duty, like t- two weeks after that. Yep. Um, super excited about that. I mean, that's my jam. Enough said. Yeah. Like Call of Duty. Multiplayer, here we come. Yep. That's my jam. <laughs> Um, Boots back on the ground, too. And I enjoy it a lot more these days just because I don't care as much about... I don't get as frustrated with it. I don't let it bother me as much. I do get frustrated, but you know what I mean? I I just don't let it bother me. I'm not checking my stats every half hour to see how much I've gone up and down in my stats. I just don't care about that stuff so much anymore. I've come to the realization that I'm not on the professional gaming level, so it doesn't really effing matter. (laughs) But um, I enjoy playing with you guys and and stuff like that, so I'm super stoked for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, too, because I don't get as much time as I used to. So when I do... It, it's more valuable to me, if that makes Absolutely. any sense. Absolutely. I'd rather play like a game like that. Even yeah. just playing the beta, what I liked about it is it brought all the brothers together. Yeah. You know, like, shout out to Fafford, Curly, yeah. Andy, Pete. We were all together, all because of Call of Duty. Like, yeah. we've all went our separate ways as far as different games we play, but Call of Duty... That that's our rock. For, yeah, yeah. For, that for friendship, for for conversations, and and now that it's something we can enjoy with boots on the ground, where people aren't upset because everybody's flying around and stuff. Like, Halo is great. If I want to fly around, I'll just play that. <laughs> like, yep. no big deal, you know. Yep. Um, but I'm for sure. I'm excited about that. You want to uh, 
tell the people about Funkos and stuff like that. I know you've been uh, yeah. really expanding yeah. the collection lately, yeah. so why don't you tell some people about that? I've been going a little Funko crazy, if you will. Um, you know, New York Comic Con had just passed, and I tried to get my hands on some of those, which which I did. They put out a lot of exclusives. I was they surprised. Did. I was like, um, every day it was like more and more and more, and I'm like, man, all these are exclusive? Like, man, it's, they made a big deal about this uh, New York Comic Con. For we, sure. This is the second biggest one in the country, right. you know, so... And Funko knows what they're doing But now. San Diego just went on. I was surprised. Like, mm-hmm. more new stuff? Like, bam. So like... they pretty much have a summer convention and a fall convention. Yeah. That's the way they're, they're marketing it. Um, so I the perks to doing the third shift overnight is at 3 in the morning, that's midnight Pacific time. That's when these Funkos are going on sale. So, and that's when my lunch break is. So yeah. I did get a hold of a Shredder 8-bit pop nice. and a Zack Ryder pop. I got Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Um, I got Zack Ryder from WWE Shop because they released it a day early like for purchase. So <laughs> I jumped all over that. That's crazy. Um, unfortunately with me, Barnes & Nobles let me down again. Um, for summer, I was trying to get uh, Tigger, Flocked Tigger, which is fuzzy. Yeah. Couldn't get it. And then this time around, I was trying to get Chrome Batman. It was added to my cart. I'm a you know, subscribe member to their website. All I had to do is hit buy now. And every time you do that, it would say session expired. Ooh. And then I was reading that Barnes and Nobles was like triple charging people. And they just don't have it together on yeah. their, on their end for when it comes to a, they're uh, trying to get price. into the collectible game, but they're really blowing it for people. They people are. aren't going to want to buy stuff from there. If they, if you keep screwing it up on them, get Most. your, get your shit together. People want the chases, figure it out and figure yeah. out how you're going to do it. Most definitely. Um, so recently I've been going to target because they have exclusive Bob Ross ones. They have, I actually purchased a target red card member only Stormtrooper. and red card is targets. It's like a credit card, but it just links to your checking account. So it doesn't have an interest rate or anything. Yeah. yeah. Gives you 5% off your purchases. Um, but so I got that stormtrooper, which I think is pretty cool. It's, it's just a red stormtrooper. Totally. And then actually Friday the Thirteenth released Crota. Now Crota from Destiny. These pops uh, apparently like a month ago, a Target in Pennsylvania accidentally released them. Yeah. And the people were selling them for like four hundred bucks. Yeah, because they hadn't been released yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that, with Crota, there's also a Crota Chase, which is glow in the dark. So. I've been going to targets, you know, looking for them, and I'm getting the same answer. Oh, 8 a.m. Some there was one guy door busting, you know, two guys fighting over him, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. As soon as we brought the case out, they were gone. Yeah. I was lucky enough um, to have my girlfriend's brother look at my local Target, and he got a hold of some Crotas. Now they're not the glow in the dark, but they're the regular Crota. They still go for a hundred dollars right now. Because nice. they're just in demand. Obviously, people are waiting in line right now, like it's Black Friday. Right now, yeah. You know, so that's pretty much in in uh, one of the targets I went to. The kid brought the case out, and mysteriously, there were like six Funkos missing out of the brand new case. Yeah. But Weird. within that case, there were two chases. Cool. Um, uh, Tomcat or Top Cat, I believe Top Cat yeah. from Hanna Barbera from the seventies. Yeah, they're Hanna Barbera figures, right? Yeah, that's, that's they were like... the first ever chase that I've seen in a store. Nice. And when I say that, I mean not going to my collectible um, comic shop. There's chases in the case. 
I'm saying like at a retail store on the shelf. Yeah. So I had to get it for principal. They sell Funkos in the case at that Z now? I believe so. And yeah. um, a place, um, Core Gaming. Shout out to Core Gaming in Salem, New Hampshire. That place was awesome. Yeah. It has a lot of good stuff up there. Nice. For everything. Video games, pop culture. You know, I even came home with an impulse purchase of, of some old school trading cards from, from Power Rangers and Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that place was really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I bought those two chases, and then I randomly went around to the Bob Ross section. They have a little end cap because yeah. everyone loves a little happy trees. Yeah. And there was a flocked Bob Ross, and there's only one in each case of those. Sweet. And uh, flocked, again, is fuzzy, so his beard and his afro is fuzzy. That's but nice. That, that's the chase of that case. So I was I was lucky enough to get those. And, there you go. Uh, I guess you could say I'm kind of addicted to these yeah. <laughs> right now, but don't I get s- into comic books. Then. Yeah, <laughs> it gets a lot more. Expensive. I refuse to pay anything more than 20 bucks for hey, one. That's so. good. Well, but hopefully that, they'll be worth money someday. Yeah, for sure. And they look cool right now. Like It's a collection, man. You oh, buy yeah. what you want to buy. Uh, most definitely. All right. So I guess we'll wrap this thing up a little bit. It was a good week, man. It was good to you know do this with you again. I know it's been a little while. Schedule's been crazy. But I've had a really good time. I want to uh, give a shout out to our buddy Faf who requested next week's Spotlight Match of the Week. Mike Moran, tell him what it's going to be. It's going to be the classic King of the Ring match. I believe it's King of the Ring 2001. Kurt Angle versus Shane O'Mac. Absolutely, man. I did this one I've been wanting to do for a long time. I know you said that you wanted to do this one. And the fact that our buddy Faf um, asked us to do it, it, yeah. it was... Not only our friend, but a loyal listener, a loyal yeah. follower. He's of a good brother. Everything we do on this podcast, you know, he's he's come out and requested this, so... We're going to give it to him, man. So next Shout week, out. King of the Ring, 2001, Kurt Angle, uh, Shane O'Mac. It's going to be a good one, guys. So check it out, and uh, we'll get to you guys next week. Right on, man. Let's give the people a too sweet. Too, too sweet. Too sweet. You can find us on Twitter at WPC Smash. Or on our website, wpcsmash.wordpress.com, where you can find current and past episodes, a donation button, and links for iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, brother.